Once I was afraid, I was petrified. Okay. Um, so, Maddie, now that I'm a big L.A. gal, and I don't mean big because of my weight, um, I was thinking of auditioning for a movie musical. And the musical is one, two, three, four, five, six, one. And one, two, five, five, and we're, we're doing it, we're moving it. One, five, a da da. You think I should do it? Let me know. Hey, Corby, this is Maddie. Sorry I missed you. I'm just out here in the great state of Minnesota enjoying some excellent weather, which I know you love to hear about. Um,. You know, I'm still decorating my office. I've got most of the stuff done, but I gotta figure out what I wanna put on the walls. And people have opinions. And you know, that's their prerogative, I guess, but sometimes you just wanna do what you wanna do and without all that unsolicited advice. So yeah, that being said, I am calling for advice. I'm very bad at interior decorating. I just don't like being told without me asking. So call me back and tell me what to hang on my walls. Bye. Welcome to the Long Awkward Pause Podcast. Stories to brought. Oh my gosh. Stories stories to broaden? I don't know what I was going to say. I thought you were going to say broadcast. I'm like, you know this is recorded, stories right? To, <laughs> stories broadcast in the ears of your family and friends. Okay. That sounds sinister. Welcome. <laughs> we own the airwaves. Black Mirror. <laughs> that's, that's Law and Order. Um, I'm surprised they haven't done, like, a podcast one. Oh, right? Yeah. I'm sure like someone's got one cooking up. They kind of did, like, a media one, but it wasn't, like, a podcast. What would a Black Mirror what? podcast episode, what would happen? Hmm. I don't know, because as a writer, <laughs> um, anything is possible. You want to keep your keep your vision and pencil open. Um, I don't know. I guess just, like, someone, like, starting a war based on, like, what they're saying. on a You know, kind of, like... Like, they're mobilizing people based on what they're saying. Right. People actually start going out and doing stuff. Or or either that or someone is making, like, a podcast that's, like, a fake news broadcast. And then people think it's real. And then it causes pandemonium. Or, I feel like like, that is real. Like, that's, like, Breitbart and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like those kind of already oh, exist. So I don't, I don't know. Jokes. I guess maybe they've already done it, and that's why. Okay, Ugh. Black Mirror, don't hire us. I think you should go in a different direction. We're just not a good fit. Uh, let's do our podcast though. 
Okay. Eventually. <laughs> Welcome to the Long Awkward Pause Podcast. Stories to bridge the gap between our lives and the distance between us. I'm your co-host, Corby. I'm your co-host, Maddie. And this is the truth. <laughs> it's, it's out there, and we have it. Uh, actually, what are we talking about this week? We are talking about giving unsolicited advice. I guess we're talking about, but also doing it so <laughs> that's true we can discuss unsolicited advice all we want but what the people want and what i want to do is give unsolicited advice that's what we're really here for so buckle up y'all buckle that's up. our first piece of unsolicited advice everyone buckle up no matter what kind of chair you're in find a way to fasten yourself to it and listen to this podcast episode speaking of chairs um uh, my apartment, so in this very corner that I have all the podcast stuff set up, it is a slight slant. Oh, no. so, <laughs> so if I'm not, like, careful, my chair just keeps, like, sliding on over. Slowly right sliding out of frame as I'm trying to talk to you. Before we get into it, Maddie, <laughs> do you mind if we mind the gap? <gasps> yes, our one segment that we actually have, mind the gap. <laughs> I'm still, I don't know what mode I'm on. I was going to say I was in mildly awkward mode. But that has way more structure, so I don't even know what I'm doing. I'm just talking. I'm very we're excited. Just, we're just being us. Let's mind uh, the gap. So, yes. so mind the gap where we catch all of you and our and each other up on what's been happening and shaking in the past week between us. So, uh, you go first. Okay. <laughs> so what's been happening this week is I have gone to yoga four different times. Really? Yes, really. And four I times in one week. Beautiful, serene goddess now, <gasps> aka I'm very sore. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I know. It it's, went zero to like a thousand there with, you know, That's yoga. really awesome. Yeah. I was, and I just got, I was listening to My Favorite Murder and they were talking about having like a yoga update each week. And so they go to yoga and they update each other. And I really wanted to go to yoga. But yeah. now, now I feel motivated. I'm like, I can do it too. I and like that well, it changes like, wait, you did it? You like... Maddie even can do you? it? Even you? I can do it now. You know what? I hope that, that people out there who are listening and, and know that I just went to yoga four times this week can say, well, if she can do it, literally anybody can. I'm going to bring my toddler to yoga and they'll be successful. I think I gained like 80 pounds since I moved to LA. So what have you been doing? Um, not yoga? Not yoga. It's like, <laughs> I've been doing like the reverse LA diet where everyone just gets skinnier and I just take their weight from the ether. <laughs> so. You know... It's actually, they made a deal with the devil. A few unlucky people are there to absorb the mm. weight. And unfortunately, mm. you know, when you were driving it's through the mean. Grand Canyon, you were cursed. <laughs> no, but yoga was good. I went to this place called Core Power with my roommate. Because my roommate is the sort of person who goes there and, like, goes to a yoga studio that's very nice and very fancy. And everyone has, like, really nice dedicated workout clothes that are for yoga. <laughs> and it's hot yoga. And it's super intense. And they're all, oh, like... Really? you know channel your chi and all of that and i was mm -hmm. dying i was like pouring sweat and like shaking really? and it was just oh. it was like 60 minutes of what is probably not that hard of yoga but when you go from zero it was a lot and then i went to this mm -hmm. very gentle yoga at a different studio with kelsey our wonderful friend um <gasps> uh -huh. and it was called like restore and relax and it was much easier <laughs> oh that, so then you've gone there three times? I've gone, I went, I did one at home with like a YouTube mm -hmm. video. 
I did two at Core Power because I hate myself. And then I did one <laughs> at this new place with Kelsey. And I think that I really like the new place, so I might go back. Oh, that sounds so nice. Not the not the core power one, because when you say, like, hot yoga, that's... Oh, gosh. That's was... where, like, I'm like, no, I don't like being hot. And then to imagine, like, putting myself in a Voluntarily, hot situation. right? Yeah. Oh, that sounds really fun, though. I'm so glad that you and Kelsey are going, because I think Kelsey would probably be, like, the perfect person to go with on oh, things 100%. like that, too. Yeah, so. we just, we had some fun. We did... You know, some gentle arm circles. We did some downward dog. It was fun. So that's my big update, and I'm pretty proud of it. And who knows what next week will be if I'm like, oh, no, it's back to zero. (laughs) But we'll see. I mean, you still have four. That's enough for, like, seven months. (laughs) (laughs) I meant, like, what? I'm done. You're a bad influence. For at least a month. Like, that that counts as one a week at least. So what is your, what's your update? Minding the gap on the L.A. side of things. What's up in Corbidale? Oh, my gosh. Well... I finally got my place to a nice-looking shine here. Um, And uh, If you could describe your interior decorating story that you've created Mm. with three distinct words, what would they be? Go. Oh, boy. Uh, Ikea. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) um, Green. And... mm, Playful. Ikea Green Playful. <laughs> uh, title yeah, not, for this podcast. It's a little different than like what I normally go with. I'm more like, I don't know, like modern with a touch of vintage. And I feel like here, does that make sense? That's stupid. That's not stupid. Know. Modern with a touch of vintage. <laughs> it's just modern with a touch of modern vintage. Um, but no, I just feel like here it's a little... It's a little, I'm playing it safe here in LA, <laughs> so um, I'm kind of just waiting for me to get more money, and then I'll I'll throw I'll throw some Corby funk into it. Right. But although you know you've graduated because at, at some point you know when you're in college it's sort of like the aesthetic is parents leftover furniture, Goodwill, the side mm-hmm. of the road, and then like you move up in the mm-hmm. world and it's you know IKEA and Wayfair, and then soon it'll be like I see you know what. I'm still in such an early stage. I don't know what fancy. <laughs> like, what's like, next? What's Gucci? next? Gucci? I, I think. <laughs> like maybe Pier One Ke- or Cadillac. something. <laughs> Do they make couches? Cadillac couches. Cadillac couches. Would you sit on a um, couch made by Cadillac? No. No, I feel like I feel like somewhere along the line, someone got hurt environmentally <laughs> speaking. Like, I just don't, I feel like that they're not a super responsible company. I know nothing about them. I'm not saying that they aren't, but a couch feels irresponsible. Right. Like, how could you honestly feel safe sitting on a a Cadillac couch when it could be Pier One or... (laughs) Pier One. Pier One comes from the finest imported (laughs) materials, perfectly safe, fresh out of the ocean. I wonder if there are listeners out there who do know what a fancy... Okay. I realize I have just talked over your whole mind the gap. Please go ahead. I will shut up now for a little bit. Um, first off, thank you for acknowledging <laughs> your <laughs> your awful indiscretion. Uh, <laughs> I don't have any uh, any other updates from the week. It's just I, I got back from Santa Barbara from the weekend, um, and that was just really great. And then now I'm just kind of prepping for the inevitable work that is going to be coming my way in this next couple of weeks so nice did you do anything fun on the weekend yeah i went to go see some improv <gasps> um, were there any famous people in the improv 
Oh, there was that one guy. He has a Netflix show. He's a magician. What? He looks like he's he has a show called um, Humans. The only magicians I know are David Blaine and Gandalf. So you gotta help. No, me out. go go on Netflix. There's like this little guy, um, and you'll, when you see him, you're like, yeah, he was little, <laughs> um, but um, very funny, very very. A calm presence, but he has a, a whole Netflix show. Apparently, it's pretty popular now. But he was the host of Cupcake Wars. Oh no way! Oh, I know who that guy is. For six years, he for six wow. years or See, whatever. I'm he was the much host. more familiar with Cupcake Wars than with obscure Netflix and specials. That was that was part of his bit. Yeah, that he was like, I don't. I'm a magician. I don't want to be on this cupcake show. And then he got it. And he was like, why am I doing this? And then he did it for six years. <laughs> and he was just like, why am I doing this? I want to be a magician. Is that not so now he has kind a of weirdly relatable, though? You oh, find so yourself relatable. like years into something like, no yeah. part of me wants this. What have I done? <laughs> yeah, I was like, no, I totally understand that. He always seemed a little snarky when he was hosting. In a yeah. good way, like in a funny way. Yeah. But I was just like, hmm. <laughs> yeah, so I saw him there. Um... And the the show was great. I love improv, so I. But it's free on Sundays. It's Ascat, where some of some very famous people came from. Um, I don't know if it was like Ascat Chicago or whatever, but. Like what? What famous people? Um, I want to say like Tina Fey and Amy Poehler and just a bunch of other people who did Ascat when they were much younger. Uh, but don't quote me. Well, this is all going into the Library of Congress. Congress? That was the most beautiful ty- timing I've ever seen. I said the Library of Congress and Kirby, like, surfed out of frame. <laughs> also, I learned how gloriously. to surf. Wait, really? You know I don't have a physical oh. bone in my body. <laughs> <laughs> just, just those, you know, theoretical bones. <laughs> They're very hot right now. <laughs> um, also, we have a Facebook review to read <gasps> we have a review this is the first one of the new podcast it is are they reviewing the new podcast i think so they tagged oh. our new name <laughs> oh boy okay let's 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 do this let's thing. do it so this comes from elizabeth she says um so she recommended us so she didn't give us a like a, oh. a like a review of anything um but she recommended, so I think it's like you can tag the name and then it posts on your Facebook and you basically say like, hey everyone, come check this one out, uh, which is thoughtful in its own. Um, so it says, I have been binge listening to them lately. Them is probably us. They help me get through my work days. I also love my coworkers looking at me awkwardly when I start laughing out loud while listening. Aw. <laughs> well, you, we do strive to bring a little bit more awkwardness into the world. I think that's been the unintentional uh, mission of both of our podcasts. So I'm really glad we could do that. It's been a good time. Uh, thanks, Elizabeth. Um, I see you are married in your photo. Congrats on the marriage. Um, let me know how that went. <laughs> how would you know if someone's married by the... Oh, is it like a wedding <laughs> photo? A wedding photo. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, I guess, you know what? I'm just, that was an ill-fated thing I just said, because there are a lot of ways to tell if someone's married from a photo. If they're standing by a sign that says just married, if they're with their spouse and they're both holding up their ring fingers, if they're literally, like, it's 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 taken at the moment when they exchange their vows, if they're holding a sign that says we are married, not just married, but we are married currently, like, there's a lot of ways to tell. Who am I kidding? Also, I was in their wedding, so... <laughs> Well, <laughs> that'll do it. Oh, okay. I keep messing with this mic. I like having fun, just kind of moving around. So I apologize if the weird sounds. Yeah, Corby is having a lot it. of movement right now. I it's like we have to get him like one of those little like <laughs> things that you put toddlers in, where they can like bounce around the house, and they have this little tray around them. We need to get one for you, Corby. <laughs> Maddie, have you been given so unsolicited advice in your life? I've been given so much so unsolicited much. advice. I would say if I had to. Think of like the 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 sources of unsolicited advice in my life. Uh, my parents are definitely number one <laughs> by like a gazillion percent. Mm-hmm. I would say that um, a past internship that ended not very well was definitely another. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, those are those are some main ones. Occasionally, you have like friends or people you're you know. People in your life who just give you unsolicited advice or are sort of projecting their own crap onto you, mm-hmm. but not no one consistent other than those two. Have you received unsolicited advice? I have, but I, I had a follow-up to yours in that, can your parents give unsolicited advice? Like, it's kind of like this whole thing where, like, they've birthed you, now they're raising you, and, you know, like, at some, I mean, oh, I can is see, it, like... is it not unsolicited, really? Or, like, Are you taking point, their side? <laughs> Kind of. <laughs> well, like, at what point is it kind of like okay, it's no like it, that's unsolicited, like maybe um, like when you're see, like when, if well, you're yeah, an adult that's or, true. When you're like a little kid and you're like, mom, I'm gonna eat this rock. It's like, don't eat the rock. You're like, huh, unsolicited <laughs> advice, much? <laughs> right. Here's how you tie your shoe. Um, stop stifling me, mother. <laughs> Here, let me show you how to uh, do your laundry. I'm um, 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 I'm my own person. Oh gosh, those are all three perfect examples. Oh my gosh, uh, that's where I was going. I wish that was like written out, but that was purely Maddie at her best. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> uh, I just do stuff like that because it makes you laugh so hard. So who knows if anyone else is going to find that funny, but... Um, I hope so. So the, the point being, I, I take your point, though, like, at some point you're being raised, you're not being given unsolicited mm. advice, it's just parenting. Right. Um, but when you're an adult, I think it's a bit different. Yeah. My parents have really specific markers like verbal things for when they're about to give you unsolicited advice Hmm. yeah my mom always goes if i may make a suggestion and then it's like this is what you need to do and then my dad goes what you might want to think about is and like it's it's so funny like they do that every single time there and you just know it's coming oh i don't think um i don't think i've like picked up on any mannerisms of people who do that with me but I feel like they probably, I mean, I've, I'm sure, like, my mom does. Or my, I know my grandma. She gives me a lot of unsolicited advice. But Is she a main source of in your life? <laughs> I think so. I don't talk to her that much anymore because we're um, You're in a celebrity no feud. F- yeah, oh. we're having a celebrity feud. Um, 
But I remember <laughs> specifically when I was younger, I was in a car. I remember being in the car. I don't know where we were going. And I had said, like, yeah, I want to be, like, a director of movies, and I want to, like, write and direct and da 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 And she goes, um, that, that won't happen. <gasps> she crushed your dreams! <laughs> and she probably said it, um... Uh, meaner than what I did. Oh my god! <laughs> but it was it was like something on the lines she, of like, that's not possible. Like you're, <gasps> that'll never happen, kind of thing. That's and I don't so like bad. resent her for it, but it definitely is like that was the moment. I remember like that was the exact moment. I was maybe like twelve, thirteen. I feel like I was go. I was in middle school for sure. But that was the moment that uh, I was like, oh, like I'm not. I'm not going to be a movie director. Like, oh, my gosh. That's so harsh. Did she then um, say, you know, she's in the car. Oh, that's never going to happen. Then she, like, takes a swerving turn and, like, runs down a family of ducks trying to cross or something. She's like, ha, 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 twirling my mustache. Her horns grow from her <laughs> head. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I, like, there's moments like that that really define, like, I pick up on a lot of just, you know, just negative things <laughs> that, that mainly decide my direction in life, but... Um, I think the day-to-day, I don't get too much. Uh, like we said last time, I don't have many friends, so there's not many people telling me uh, about myself uh, unsolicited. But, you know, I don't know. Have you ever gotten unsolicited advice from a stranger? Um, I feel like I have, like, at bars. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, wait, whoa, whoa. Like, what? Well, no, just, like, I feel like everyone does if they're, if they're like, hanging out at a bar or something, and someone will, like, tell you about something or like if you're on the street and someone's like you better watch out or you better not do this you know you're just like you I'm better still watch gonna out. throw you up on this you better car not like, cry. you better not shout <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I mean that song okay. gives a lot of unsolicited advice um, yeah. Santa Claus is coming to town will you keep your opinions to yourself for once no in your one's life? asking for it no, no one's one. asking you Christmas not carols a soul um, but yeah, I don't know. I think yeah, like strangers, but it's not. It's more of just like a like either they're deranged or I was gonna say in, or they're in, drunk. For, or, for those of us female identified, we call that catcalling and street harassment. Oh, <laughs> like smile and all that fun stuff. Oh God! Oof. But I wouldn't necessarily count that as unsolicited advice. Um, Unso- it wouldn't be unsolicited. Nah, that's just people being rude. or just not. Not, oh, okay, gotcha. Because I feel like sometimes unsolicited advice is when someone sits you down and they're like, look, I really care about you, and I just want you to know because I'm your friend, or like something <laughs> like that, and then they oh. proceed to try and tell you how to live. Um, yeah. <laughs> which is, you know, just fun. And everyone should do that to each other. <laughs> no. Oh, boy. Is there anyone that you can think of that you want to give unsolicited advice to? Like a specific person? Yeah, like, give me anyone. Like someone famous, someone in your life. Um, oh, I keep seeing all the articles mainly because I, I don't know how Google knows that I'm a fan of Angelina Jolie, but it knows. But I see all the articles about the divorce, and <gasps> yes, and I I know most of them are probably fake because it's like how the heck would you even know about what's happening in that room? But it's like they're like Angelina has done this and she's done that and Brad does this, and I really just want to go up and be like, Lesson, you guys need to resolve your issues. Like, <laughs> like I just because I'm like, there's so many kids at stake here, and there's just like 
so many years of this marriage and I really just want to go up and be like hey like I understand it's really shitty you both have a lot of money so if you could just go your separate ways and still hang out with the kids every other you know like whatever but yeah ugh, be like but so you sad. you know you had some beautiful years together there's a lot of other people here besides the two of you so yeah, like, you need to be more up. sure about this <laughs> 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 all right so divorce advice for Brandon and Jelena coming from Corby mm-hmm. yeah I mean there's the occasional friend I think I I am definitely a culprit of wanting to give a lot of unsolicited advice, but I don't think I do that very often. Oh. Because what, I, what I makes fear. You want? Well, sometimes, like in certain situations, I feel that, and I think this is probably for a lot of people that are giving advice in that moment, they feel more wise about whatever the situation is. Or they feel like because they're an outside perspective, they're then allowed to be like, no, like you're not seeing it from this perspective. So, like, I want to give a lot of advice, but I, I feel like I don't. Like, because I don't want people to, like, hate me or think, like, badly of me. So I can be able, I'm able to take that extra step and be like, oh, don't do it, though, because yeah. who's it helping, really? Like, Right. You know. Is this advice for you or for them? That's very deep. I feel like I get really nervous when I give advice to people, or even when people ask me for advice, which is not that often, I will say. I'm like, when everyone is, you know, climbing the holy mountain where I'm sitting on top and asking for advice. No, no, no. It's not happening. But when it... Yes. (laughs) I'm like, yes, my child, speak. Um, But when it does happen, I do get very nervous because my ultimate thought is I'm going to tell them something Mm -hmm. and they're going to go oh yeah great and then it's going to take such a hard turn it's going to be so bad and they're going to come back and be like you ruined my life and like no matter it's like oh you know what should I wear to my job interview I'm like nope I'm going to be the reason that you are unemployed for the rest of (laughs) existence you know just something fun (laughs) something flirty you know I totally feel that I just yeah I can see that because you're just like I don't want to mess this up like either, like either. Right? Make, You're like, I want you to mess like, your own. You do that on your own, and you report <laughs> back to me. Have you ever wanted to give me unsolicited advice? Oh gosh, I feel like I just tell you things. Like I interrupt a lot and talk over you, you enough. Don't that I'm like, do hey. that, Maddie. <laughs> I tell. I I want to give you unsolicited advice about what to cosplay, <laughs> <laughs> and I will take it as long I as think it's for my body type. It's for your body type, yes. Um, <laughs> God, the struggle is real. I don't think so, though. Not really. How about you? Have you wanted to give me unsolicited advice? Um, about your D&D group? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that's, well, That's the hardest sometime. thing, though, right? Like, when you're, like, watching someone go through, like, be treated badly by someone else, and you're like, I just want to shake them and be like, you don't deserve this! I think, not so, I don't know where this comes from, but I think that's when my most tension comes, and I, I mean, it's probably a lot of people out there that can identify this way. But when you see someone in a bad relationship, not that what I just said was, like, technically the same thing, but it's, like, yeah, when you see someone getting treated badly and you're, like, hey, outside perspective, this is not healthy, mm-hmm. why are you doing it? But then it's, like, they're either going to be, like, I don't know what you're talking about, or they're going to find a reason to be, like, oh, like, I I understand where you're coming from, but... Right. ABC keeps yeah, it's gonna me be like going. Either, you don't know Snake like I do. It's yeah. really a beautiful trailer park. And you're like, oh, honey, no. <laughs> right. Yeah, I had a friend um, in college that was in a relationship that I just really didn't agree with. Um, and that was like a source of tension, I think, for the friendship because I was like, how do I, like, you know, I've already, and I think I already aired it out and said, hey, this is bad, this is unhealthy. And then going from there, it was like, well, how do I keep 
talking, having them know that, like, I strongly disagree with something that they pour a lot of energy and tension right. or attention that's the thing into. like if, if you if if you're friends with someone and they are, they get into a relationship like do you risk saying hey i really don't think this person is right for you because like what if they just stay together forever you right. know what if you're like at their wedding sitting there awkwardly being like oh i get it why i'm at like the weird uncle table because <laughs> i criticized this relationship a while ago i think just for the record if you know that i don't like your significant other that's if you know because I feel like some people might be like, I thought you never liked them. And I'm like, what? No. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Um, but if you know I don't like your significant other and I've aired that out, I'd rather you not invite me to your wedding. Um, I don't know. I guess if we're really good friends, that would be sad. Because if I didn't like yours and I'm like, I'm not coming. Right. Like, that'd be awful. Whatever. I'd take it back. Invite me. <laughs> Yay! Just for the record, I want to point out that Corby is trying to assure me that he'll come to my wedding me, who's been single for, like, however many years, um, and who continues to be single. But um, single in yoga. I will, yes, yeah, single in yoga, that's <laughs> You can now, now put that on new. your dating app. That you know, you, I could, you I yoke, can say I do you yoga. Yoke it up. Although that's one of those things that a lot of people put on their dating apps. Like, if you're a guy, don't put stuff like fishing. Then put a joke about it. Like, oh. beginning yoga, but he needs some, okay, I just got, I always get flirty. <laughs> I go straight, I go go straight flirty. It's no, like no. not even. <laughs> no, 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 go on. What are you going to say? I I don't know. I, maybe some reference. Maybe some reference to like the person needs to be your personal yoga mat when you're at home. You know, something fun. <laughs> That's not something, less dirty sounding. Jeez. Something sexy. Um, <laughs> all those uh, serious guys at the harmony that I'm trying to, you know. This oh. has actually been really fun. Um, thanks for tuning in. We're <laughs> We've reached peak ridiculousness. We can't actually go anywhere from here. I feel like that's my joke every episode where I'm like, this is this has been good. We're good night. <laughs> <laughs> like, Everyone get out. Everyone's um, like, okay, that's my cue. So yep. <laughs> sorry guys. Hi everyone and fans of the Long Awkward Pause podcast. This is your co-host Maddie, here to tell you about another podcast that I host called the Sincerely Not Okay podcast. This one is all about mental health and mental illness. We talk to therapists in the field, we talk to folks who are dealing with their own mental illnesses, and all things related to mental health. Uh, So go check it out on iTunes and Podbean, Sincerely Not Okay podcast. And this one is sponsored by Acacia Counseling and Wellness. Oh gosh. Well, speaking of dating. Uh oh. Let's bring back a time honored tradition. Ooh. About dating. Which is deal breakers. <laughs> deal breakers. Hey, Regina, we heard you. Um, we hear all <laughs> we of hear you. We hear you, all, Regina. <laughs> all 794 of you shouting, bring back deal breakers. And we say, we will for an episode or so. I like that. Um, they're, and they're all named. Regina, because we just used one name there. <laughs> this is a clone army, and we are being held but, hostage, and here but, come the deal breakers. We're long so sorry. pause, and our listeners are called Reginas. Thanks yep. for tuning in. That would actually be amazing. So, I, so I, we I, we did have bring... to check with the real Regina to see if she's okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we... Ah, fly! How did I get in here? Um, so we have, a, we have just a, a few, just to kind of honor our... Just a little... A little, uh, a little aperitif. A, a little, little thing. We'll, they'll, they'll come back, um, but they're, they're part of our new segment kind of uh, structure going on here. So, You want to give the first one? Yeah. Your significant other says they only trust three people's advice. 
their god, their teacher, and their father. <laughs> what do you think? What, what do you? Th- I just read it. What do you think? <laughs> um, I he don't. He can't stop cackling over there. I don't I know, know what's going on. <laughs> um, I think my initial impression is that it's not a deal breaker. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> because okay, so I'm like. I don't know. I feel like these. I feel like people who say that, like I only trust. I'm like, I feel like you probably do trust other people's things. You just, you know, you have like this motto, and you want to stick to it, and that's kind of your thing, and that's fine. So you're like, it's not a deal breaker because I don't believe you. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's essentially just... what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, but because I'm like, their God, they trust their God. That's fine. They trust their teacher. I'm like, so you have like mentors or something? I, I was don't gonna know. say like teacher singular was a little weird yeah. to me. Right, I just the what? one guy. He taught, you know, 10th grade chemistry. I trust him more than anyone I know. Someone's not going to say that they trust three plus people's advice. Like, that includes all my teachers. Right, they're not like, I trust my God, my teacher from 10th grade, my teacher from 11th grade, (laughs) my college professor in Latin, and my father. (laughs) It doesn't sound good that way. It kind of sounds pretty good, though. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think the thing that gets me is the father, because I'm like, why not the mother? What's going on? And then they look at you and they're like, she's dead. How dare? dare you and i'd be like well you should have put that in your bio <laughs> <laughs> like that's getting a lot of swipes hi i have a dead mom want to date me do you know <laughs> nicole Byer talks about her deceased mother quite often and i find it i find it refreshing not to be like you have to use it as like a joke or anything like that but i don't know maybe you've gotten yeah. over it <laughs> here's some unsolicited advice maybe don't bring up dead mothers on a first date though. i mean i won't do feel that. that one out feel I- it out <laughs> what about you Read the room, Is this a deal breaker? <laughs> I, th- I think it would be for me because and, and not for the reasons you may think. It's because of the teacher singular. And I don't know why that bugs me so much. But I'm like, what is this teacher? Is this, like, my teacher for a thing specifically? Or is it, like, my teacher capital T where I'm like, they are guiding me to the spirit realm? Or I don't know. I'm just very thrown by that. And so it's a deal breaker. Okay. How about you guys at home? Okay. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. The next one is your significant other plans to join every rally and protest in the city next year. Oh, is it anything like specifically that they're trying to rally or protest against? Nope. It's every rally and protest that they hear about in the city. For okay, the but what year. if they do two that are like opposed to each other? They're like gun rights, gun violence, like, you know, gun control and gun rights. Like they're week to week they're kind of switching back and forth yeah, they're going to both like a reversible shirt that's like you know stop the gun violence on one side and start the gun violence on the other side or something mm-hmm. yeah wow <laughs> is it like performance art or what's going on <laughs> no they just they go and they make a sign depending on whatever the thing is and they you go. know what okay call me a crazy romantic but <laughs> that wouldn't be an automatic deal breaker because i'm so curious about why yeah why are you doing this and what do you get out of it because what if it's like oh yeah i've met like my nine closest friends and then i'd be like wow you have nine friends Jeez, <laughs> look at mr nine friends over here anyway i've lost track of this conversation not a deal breaker how about for you i don't think it's a deal breaker i think it's kind of interesting uh it, it would depend on well i don't know because if they went to like a white supremacist rally and they had a and they had a sign for like white supremacy you know down with black people or something i don't know what i don't know what they do these days um i would be like uh i don't know about that 
that sounds kind of awful. That's true. There's a lot of weird stuff you could protest, right? Yeah. Like, it's one thing if they're like, let's go picket Whole Foods because their asparagus water is expensive yeah. or whatever. Wow, there's a reference from, like, 2014. <laughs> um, but it's another thing if they're, like, protesting, you know, I don't know, like... Uh, they're freaking like, oh, we're going to just join the Westboro Baptist Church for this one. Yeah, yeah, I don't know about that. So I'll just say a deal breaker just to avoid the potential, what the That's heck true. are you doing? I feel like I committed already, though, so <laughs> this is my life now. We're married. <laughs> we're going to have a married photo on Facebook. Okay, do you ready for last, last one? Last one, let's do it. Your significant other is an advice columnist that only gives advice to divorcees and people, quote unquote, wrongfully separated. <laughs> I'm just laughing because I wrote all these and I love them each time. I hear them. <laughs> um, yeah, this would make me question how, either how they would know so much about people that are divorced and wrongfully separated or... Are they just giving a lot of unsolicited, like, well, here's my opinion. Like, what? Like, who appointed you? Wait, but they're an advice columnist, right? Right. So are they the sort of person who's like, I run a column that's like, you know, dearly unbeloved or something gimmicky where it's like, you write in with your divorce questions. Because you can see how that could be like a thing, right? Yeah, I guess I can see that because I feel like there's tons of people who write for like projects that they have no interest or no like experience in that they have to do their own kind of like yeah. research and oh stuff. that's that's true like what if this person had never been married and they're writing an advice column for divorce and separated people? right and that's a different thing oh. because i could be like oh i get it like maybe you're trying to make money or something but on the flip side yeah. someone who like especially like a minor as a minority writer it's like well you know we want people writing experiences that they've experienced kind of things so. right 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 that's true. It's, it's weird with, like, the advice sort of world, though, because there's really literally nothing stopping someone from being like, I'm now an advice columnist. Like, if I wanted to, I could just wake up tomorrow and be like, I'm going to be an advice columnist for people who own senior dogs or something. I could just do it. Like, no one would stop me. No one would, like, arrest me. No one would probably care what I had to say. Uh, but I could just do it. Because I think... There's this one podcaster and advice columnist, Dan Savage, who writes about, Mm. like, relationships and stuff like that. And, like, he's fairly popular and, like, widely regarded as sort of knowing what he's talking about and stuff. But even he was like, yeah, the way you become an advice columnist, you just start writing an advice column and see if anyone wants to read it. Yeah. So, Ah, that's spooky. Ah, okay. If you had to write an advice column, what would it be about? Um, how best to watch an X-Men movie. (laughs) Uh, To be fair, I mean, it it is fun watching X-Men movies with you. Thank you. It's my pride and joy. Um, uh, I think, like, how to, like, be friends with people you're not friends with. Or, or, um... A friendship column. Yeah, just, like, something where it's, like, I, I have a friendship issue or... You know, just something on the lines of that. So not so much like yeah, love and like things. platonic relationship advice. Yeah. I okay, that's so interesting. I feel like I would totally read that because you don't really get that a whole lot. People have books and TV shows mm. and columns and radio shows all about love and romantic love, right? But there's not nearly as much stuff out there about like how to deal with friendships. Because mm-hmm. I feel like too like, when when it's when f- I think a lot of friendships in the media or in like TV shows and movies they always eventually lead to like a romantic thing too. You know, right? There's just not yeah. like a ton where it's like oh they're really 
developed characters who are friends because you might get a character who is really developed and then also has a best friend but they're they're not usually both developed well enough where you're like oh they're like really good people and good friends or whatever so yeah we have to to write that except for scrubs Um, that is true scrubs oh i love scrubs um yeah that's super interesting because i think like there's a lot of stuff that goes on with friendship that like we don't even necessarily think about that often Mm -hmm. like a friend of mine recently kind of went through a friend breakup with a friend of hers like someone she'd known for a really long time Mm -hmm. who was just treating her really poorly and like you know they had just grown super super far apart and she literally had to sort of have this weird friend breakup with her and it was like really difficult to figure out how to feel after that because when you break up with like a boyfriend or girlfriend or partner people are like oh you know take care of yourself do some self-care you'll find you're great Mm -hmm. they don't know what they're missing blah 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 like heal your broken heart there's a lot of songs about it but like you break up with a friend like it's still a significant relationship in your life Mm -hmm. and people are like wait what were you dating what yeah (laughs) oh i love that advice call my you should just do it Hey, listeners of Long Awkward Pause, if you want to send us updates, questions, topic ideas, or gifts, and I'm talking about both kind, then feel free to send us an email to longawkwardpausepodcast at gmail.com. I know that was super long, but you can do it, or you can visit our Facebook and Instagram, Long Awkward Pause. See you then. So I really love your idea of the unsolicited advice column. Well, not unsolicited, solicited advice for friendships. I would totally read that, mm-hmm. and I would try to help you write for it although i'm not very good at that stuff myself but <laughs> you know why wait let's actually give some unsolicited advice <laughs> let's do it let's fucking let's, rip it up let's get him <laughs> so how did what was your method of finding uns, or finding people who needed this advice from us yeah well so i started out by trying to look around for like okay who is asking for advice in my life are people posting on facebook and like asking and then i realized this is unsolicited i could just give my advice <laughs> anyone and i didn't everyone. have to wait for people to ask <laughs> right so i just found stuff on on facebook on my feed just scrolling through that i was like i will give you advice on that uh that was my whole method and it took me like Wonderful. 10 minutes how about no, for you same i just went down twitter and i said we can answer that (laughs) or uh they're not always like questions or kind of just like someone pondering a thought and i'm like let's jump in on that right because you don't have to wait for an opening when it's unsolicited advice it's the perfect loophole you don't have to wait for them to like you know actually do anything okay so here's my first piece of advice giving that i'd like to give (laughs) this is actually a question i'm starting us off easy ready this is from Facebook. What is the best cream blush for mature skin? Oh, I got that one. That is my area. Okay. Uh, Go for the it. Best cream blush for what was the last bit? Mature skin Mat- or mature, mature skin. Mature skin. Um, so I say no blush at all. Just use oh, a nice um, <laughs> palette. Go um, on. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. No, no, go on. <laughs> I don't even. You know makeup words. Go for it. <laughs> I wouldn't even know what to name right now. Like, I would just be making up names for No, makeup. no, no. I am so interested to hear what you are actually going to name. Okay, so blush. I'm thinking, okay, blush for mature skin. Um, so Cream blush. Cream. Though. It has to be cream blush. Oh, so it's like that brown tan. It matches your what? skin? What's cream? Oh, cream. Cream. I'm sorry. I was thinking the color cream. <laughs> the color cream. Um, so I would say... 
if you go outside, you'll find a nice uh, squirrel. Um, capture it okay. uh, and use its blood as a nice blush. So it's it's blush, but it's also war paint. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And no one will be paying attention to your mature skin when you have squirrel blood on <laughs> Just your face. smeared all over your beautiful cheeks. Your beautiful aging cheeks. It's okay. <laughs> no one cares about your age or your skin. Right. And they know that you're still powerful, even if you're mature. Exactly. Well, I think we did a good what's, job well, no, What's the actual advice? Do you have actual uh, advice for that one? Do I have actual yeah, advice? Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> not really. I, I don't use cream blush. I use powder blush. Mm. Um, ooh, here is my advice. Ready? You can actually use lipstick as blush oh. because it's essentially the same stuff. And sometimes, if you want to look really matchy and like very monochrome, you can just use the same one. Just dab it on your cheeks, warm it up a little bit with your fingers, and boom. Oh. Yeah, I stopped using lipstick, so I wouldn't have even thought of that. See, you know, when you don't use it all that often, Corby, this is what happens. <laughs> oh. Um, okay. What you got for us? So, this one comes from my Facebook. We're not saying names, right? <laughs> No. Uh, if you guys need to find the name, just let me know. I'll give you the source. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. We're protecting our sources. We're good journalists. Uh, okay, so this says fellow teachers, which I was like, hello, we're qualified. Uh, <laughs> I am considering getting an essential oils diffuser for my classroom. Positives, negatives, what types of oils do you recommend for the kiddos? So I thought okay. this one was relevant to you as well, because I feel like we've had this conversation, but um, but also we are teachers. Have we? About oh, oil, yes. like about diffusers. Before oh, I yes, about oil diffusers. Right, 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 right. Um, I would say, if, okay, if you're a teacher, right, and you're using oils, first of all, you want to make sure they're, like, gentle enough oils so that if someone, like, you know, touches them or whatever. But I think the key, if you're teaching children, you want to use oils that they can't mistake for something that could be eaten. Ooh. You don't want food-related anything. So you don't want to do your orange or, oh, yeah. I don't know, your grapefruit or anything like that because if something is vaguely edible, you know a child will try to eat it. That's so do true. something really not edible Like, do some patchouli in your classroom. <laughs> <laughs> that seems a little weird for a, a teacher. But, you know, you're leaning into what's safest for your children do some patchouli do some like cedar oak wood incense mm-hmm, amber mm-hmm. tone just all of that stuff just veer right away from the fruit stuff and then you know no one will eat it and then the parents will come into your classroom with their children and smell patchouli and incense yeah. and have some questions yeah well that's good sound advice because i was also just thinking like check in with your kids to make sure it's not overwhelming because if you have like a whole class of kids and you have like this right. the smell happening. They already smell like stuff anyway. Well, it's, yeah, and it's like I assume I don't know any children. You don't know any children. Um, you used to be a child. Get in touch with your former child. Um, but like you wouldn't. <laughs> Is that unsolicited advice? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, you just don't want a bunch of smells that kids might be reacting to. And I know kids will probably react more than adults would. To be like, oh, that smells weird, or oh, I don't like that. Right, or, or suddenly someone has like a rash that you can't explain. Yeah. You're like, oh, great, that's great. I didn't know you were allergic to grapefruit. Yeah, so I would say just like try it out, and then after a week, assess whether it's working because uh, it probably won't. So just don't spend a lot of money on it. There you go. Buy cheap and don't do food sense, <laughs> and you're golden. Good night, everyone. Gosh. Okay, are you ready for Let's some more advice? Do it. Giving? 
Okay, so this one wasn't really someone's post or something like that with words in it. It was, I watched this short video from BuzzFeed about people trying weird foods from Amazon, like uh, the website Amazon, like dehydrated bugs and like earthworm jerky and stuff like that. Very, very strange. Wasabi bubblegum, I think was one of them. And I think we just need to give advice to BuzzFeed about their 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 the direction that they've taken in life. Oh. Because why are you making people do this, BuzzFeed? Why? Who hurt you? Yeah, I think BuzzFeed should shut down. Um, <laughs> I don't I don't see the purpose of it, especially after hearing about these atrocities that you have mentioned. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm being frankly <laughs> earthworm jerky is a war crime. I feel real. like I was being. I felt like I was like a high schooler being interviewed for like the school newspaper. <laughs> And, like, they had no idea, and then someone was just like, yeah, they're making the, like, force-feeding bugs on them and stuff, and they're like, oh, like, I don't agree with that, and I don't think that people should eat food that they don't want to eat, especially bugs, and they should be shut down. Yes. So, right now we're giving, like, high school uh, newsletter advice. <laughs> yes, we are. And then the article starts with, Merriam-Webster's Dictionary defines Amazon as a jungle in the, you know, or a river. Oh, jeez. I skipped high school, you guys. Um, There's an Amazon jungle. Is there? Correct us. No one's ever going to correct us. Who's listening? Yeah, we can say whatever we want. Okay. There's an Amazon jungle. I just want to say for the record that you as listeners can correct us at any moment. That's true. Like, you can send us an email, you can post on our Facebook and say, hey, you dummies, the Amazon jungle (laughs) doesn't exist. You know, Please do that because, one, it just shows that you're interacting and that's always fun for us. But also, like, if you don't correct right. us, kids are going to grow up thinking there's an Amazon That's jungle. true. The thousands of children listening to this broadcast, <laughs> this broadcast, by the way, not podcast, are going to know that, the, are going to think that there's an Amazon jungle. And to be fair, we probably could be taking down a couple pegs, yeah. so, you know, <laughs> have at oh, it. Definitely. Um, so BuzzFeed just shut down. Yep, the atrocities are too much. But I mean, I, the earthworm jerky, <laughs> the dehydrated cockroach—just nope. I would applaud. I'll I'll applaud them in the just the very idea that it's like allowing people just to do whatever the heck they want, um, yeah. and exploring things that like secretly we all wanted to know. You know, <laughs> like like yeah, we all <laughs> wanted to know which Disney princess with the biggest hair is us, or which That's true. Wh- like if that bug jerky tastes good you know it's like we all right. want to what know is it. what's the last what's the last buzzfeed quiz that you took see we like we're dunking on buzzfeed but we've both taken a buzzfeed quiz probably <laughs> within the last two weeks easily easily and i would challenge all of you listening how many of you have taken a buzzfeed quiz in the last two weeks i bet it's more raise than your one. hands even if you're driving raise, raise your both hands. your hands we can see them <laughs> <laughs> um no i remember now it was which brooklyn 99 star or uh character i was character who did you I get? Was Jake. <gasps> nice. I'm a Jake. I get it. I think the last one I took was not nearly as straightforward. It was like choose foods and we'll tell you what your dominant trait is or something <laughs> really dumb like that. And it is. <sighs> I think it was something like you're compassionate, and I was like, okay, so you know I like spaghetti, and somehow you know this, but. All right, more unsolicited advice. Let's so go. this one comes from Twitter. It says, "I hate when my parents compare me to my siblings." 
you have something to say about that, Maddie? You know, that is unsolicited <laughs> advice. And then you go, um, <laughs> smother. I know how to do things. I know how to pour milk into my cereal. And you don't need to quote unquote parent me anymore. So lay the fuck off. <laughs> Ding 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 ding! You welcome. said the fuck word of the day. <laughs> I, I I did not realize you're waiting for me to start. Gusting, well, I I don't realize broken. I'm waiting until I hear it, and then I'm like, I've been blessed. <laughs> <laughs> it is the answer. So yes. Were you often compared to siblings that you know of? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? Yes, <clears throat> and in interesting ways because when you're homeschooled, you're all oh. doing work. <laughs> What? No, I'm just reacting. Sorry. <laughs> oh no, because when you when you're homeschooled, you're all doing your school work in the same physical space, and like so, everybody knows what everyone else is doing, mm-hmm. and so it's really it's weird, but it's really easy to start comparing yourself to. Well, why am I doing reading level eight, and my sister is doing reading level ten or whatever, without realizing? Okay, she's three years older mm-hmm. than you. And so there was a lot of this weird, like, playing catch-up with each other. Like, my older sister and I would do, like, grammar at the same level for a lot of our lives, even though I was three years younger. You know, my brother and I would do the same level of, like, biology in high school, even though he was, like, three and a half years younger mm-hmm. than me. Uh, so it's super weird. But so it was, it's kind of a way to, I don't know if compare or just we compared ourselves to each other mm-hmm. a lot, too, in terms of academics, which is strange. That makes sense. But I think our parents compared behavior with each other because my older sister was a really good kid my little brother was a pretty good kid i was a problem child (laughs) so i got a whole lot of that or so i was told i don't know well i can see i don't see you as i couldn't imagine you being a problem child but i definitely could see how they might think you're a problem child just because you're yeah you're pretty 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 fun <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know I, I'm opinionated and I like that about myself but yeah how about you did you get compared to your siblings um, I really want my siblings to respond to one of the podcasts at some point but I think I was the one that this is like a call out per like, episode for us I know <laughs> where y'all at um, no I think that they were probably compared to me a lot <gasps> not because I'm like the greatest person ever but because I was just like really good like unconditionally good um, and I think my oh, sisters no. just had more fun <laughs> than I did oh, gosh. <laughs> Honestly, I think so you're it's like fun. The, the, the kid who's like he's not gonna get in trouble he's not gonna he's like oh, you know, punch someone at school <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, so I just think I just think that like I didn't get out and do as much and so I probably just so both ways I'm sure like my parents are probably like oh my god like go do something like stop coming home directly after school join a club I feel like your your parents are sitting there going like oh we raised such a just lame such a kid loser. like he doesn't you know what a what a what nerd a like loser. Oh my. special thanks to Liam Coulter who produced the theme song and music <sighs> the theme song and the music for our podcast um okay Special thanks to Liam Coulter, who produced the theme song and music for our podcast. Um, More advice? Okay. More unsolicited yeah, advice? Yeah, I've got like a else? bunch, but we won't go through all of them. Uh, <clears throat> so this comes from Twitter as well. It says, I had an intense conversation last night on how hard it is to navigate friendships in adulthood as your life is constantly changing and your personality is constantly evolving. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, totally. Okay. So we can't give our unsolicited advice now because we're saving it for the best <laughs> advice column idea anyone has ever had, which is Corby's idea of doing a friendship advice column. So yes. suck on that. Or I should say, more politely, please wait for our wonderful content that we may or may not actually give you. Well, so here, I'm just such a critical Nancy. Because I part of it was like I couldn't tell if they were saying that in adulthood, so say you're 26 going forward, that your personality is changing. Which Do you I'm think not it a super. Change? I think it does evolve, but she says personality is constantly evolving. I don't know what kind of personality traits would be like up oh, uh, it's two months later therefore i hate talking to people you know, it's oh like, okay well, i don't think I it's that don't. much but for example i think there's stuff that like does change in line like i think mm-hmm. me at 22 very 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 different from me at 27 because like i've learned a lot about myself i feel like i express myself very very differently Corby wants so hard to tell me how I'm wrong. Go ahead. <laughs> well i was just saying like when okay i guess part of it is just the what i the definition that I'm using. So when I think adulthood, I don't think of 22 just because... Like, I... Yeah, because you're an adult. Like, I get it. But, like, I'm thinking, like, when your brain stops needing to grow. Like, 25 and on. Yeah. So that's just... what I guess that's what I was thinking, but I totally understand what you're saying because I'm like, yeah, that's ages 18 to 24, I've yeah. been a completely... Not a completely different person, but... No, but, like, you change a, a lot, person. I think. And I think for me, too, mm-hmm. it's like you change how you interact with the world a little bit and how you understand mm-hmm. yourself. Because I think, for example, one of the things I'm working on more is, like, being more assertive, right? And mm-hmm. so, like, I think that is a big change for me in the past year or so. And it has, honestly, I think, affected some of my relationships. That, like, mm-hmm. when you become a healthier person or kind of upset the status quo people get really uncomfortable yeah i agree i agree i get it i think yeah it's it's so hard and i i mean i really identify with the constantly changing in your adulthood because you start figuring out what you want what you don't want um where you like to be what you don't like to be and you start realizing certain things about people where it's like whether it's oh i don't feel like they're maturing as fast as i need them to at this time in my life we're suddenly going in two different directions or you're not treating me well and i didn't realize it because Mm -hmm. i like didn't have the self-confidence to really Mm -hmm. ask for that not that that's a relevant example (laughs) (laughs) Uh, stay tuned um yeah no so i i totally I totally get it, and I just want to—I want to hug this person. I know I want to <laughs> hug them too. Um, but yeah, I would love to explore that more because oh, I mean, yeah. it's like an issue. I mean, luckily I found you at my peak mental state, so now I <laughs> now I will never change. Right. But I think sometimes good friends are ones that you can like grow and evolve with. Because, mm-hmm. for example, like my roommate right now is one of my closest friends. Like we met when we were both in law school, and. I was 22 when I met her, I think, 21, 22. And so, like, I've changed a lot since then. I've changed my career path. I've changed a lot of stuff about my, like, values and some of my personality and the way I express mm-hmm. myself. And, like, we've remained friends because we kind of grew together. Mm-hmm. Um, or we grew in a way that was still compatible. So, like, that's also possible. But I think for this this person who's who we're giving unsolicited advice to, um, I think it's great that you're talking about it, honestly. Mm-hmm. And, like, we need to talk more about that. Yeah. I agree. And I just want to piggyback on that, too, and say, I think you you seem really different from when I first met you, too. So not Me? Like, really? Not super different. <gasps> in a um, good way or in a bad I, way? Well, I just didn't know you that well in the beginning, so I couldn't give you, like, a full gauge. Um, 
but you you definitely seem more confident and more um, more expressive and more um, more ready to say what you want to say, which is just so nice. Um, so I'm that's cry, jeez. <laughs> no, I'm tearing up too. Good thing this is not a recorded or a visually <laughs> visually recorded. <laughs> Hey. No one's gonna see what a mess we both are. Like, oh, you're the best. Oh boy. Um, but yeah, yeah, no, I you you seem you seem different. You, you're not like totally different, but you you definitely are. You've yeah. evolved. Oh well, thank you. That's so very nice for you to say. I think. I mean, your yeah, turn. It's, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, I was gonna say something about like sort of in professional life is where it's been the most dramatic with you, I think, because you went from, like, I need two jobs to stay afloat to, like, I'm being moved by a company to start a new office under theirs. Like, that's huge, man. That's, like, really, really good. But part of me is, like, I think you kind of had that ambition and that intelligence in you all the time. It's just suddenly you have this way to express it in this much different way. So I think, for me, it's, I don't know if it's so much as you've changed, although as much as circumstances have now allowed you to really, like, be the fullest version of yourself, which I think is awesome. Thank you. So impressive. See what happens when you give a poor kid some opportunity. They grow. <laughs> oh they, they flower. They bloom. <laughs> Listen. Beautiful. Look. Yeah. Okay, let's Aww. do... Oh, that was super nice. <laughs> let's do two more. Okay, I have one more on my okay. end. Perfect. Okay. So, here we go. We gotta... This is one where we really need to, to think this through. Um... <laughs> I wonder what it's like to put your hair in a low ponytail and not look like a founding father. <laughs> oh, okay. Um. <laughs> I mean, I will say the struggle is real. Like, if you have straight hair or, like, fine hair like I do, like, you put it in a low ponytail, like, you might as well be, like... It's not, like, a good frame or anything, yeah. Right? Um... Yeah, my advice is just to not do that. <laughs> I don't just steer away. Well, like why why do you need to have that style, you know? Like you don't you don't yeah, you, I mean like you don't need it. So don't do it. <laughs> We're not trying to give you advice on how to make it work. We're saying why would you want to make like, it work? It's not like a cool You're asking the right. wrong question. Right. The question is why do you need a low ponytail? I'm trying to think of like an equivalent of this would be like um I don't even know. Or, uh, or like, like, how do I wear a side ponytail without looking like I'm from the '90s? You're like, why are you wearing a side ponytail? Like, why? Like, how can I wear Crocs without looking like someone's mother? Just don't wear Crocs. <laughs> like, you don't have to wear those. That's not something that you need to put out into the world as an option to change. You know, you should just be changing on your own time. Right. <laughs> yeah. So just ditch the long, <laughs> low ponytail, or go full founding father and just really own it. I can't, you know. <laughs> I, I don't know how you would own the founding father aesthetic, but you'll figure it out. I want like pictures of us wearing low ponytails just to, <laughs> just to put onto the picture. Um, With waistcoats. <laughs> we need to get like a sing. We need to get our freaking windbreakers. Gosh. We okay. do. All the windbreakers. So I'm gonna grab. I have I have a couple, but I'll I'll do. Grab a good one. Get a really good one. Okay. So this person is from Twitter. They said y'all. So I'm like, maybe they're from Indiana. <laughs> uh, y'all ever say something in conversation and it physically feels like you just chose the incorrect dialogue option in a visual novel. <laughs> <laughs> 
So it's like, I'm sorry, you die. The Rebel Alliance loses or something. I don't know why I went to Star Wars right away. You have to. Um, has that ever happened to you? Yes, all the time. And I think that's... Wait, really? Well, because I think that is uh, like self-esteem. Like, because you just, you say something, you're like, oh my gosh, like, that sounds stupid. Or if no one responds, you're like, oh, like, no one heard me, or, like, it was just really stupid and dumb, or, you know, whatever. Yeah. I think part of that, too, is, like, the self-esteem thing is saying, I can say something so bad that I mess up the whole conversation. Mm -hmm. You're like, really, you're not responsible for 100% of a conversation. You're, like, at most, it's 50%. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, and it's, yeah. Because I think that what what they're saying is, like, maybe, like, a choose-your-own dialogue or whatever. Um, yeah, like, I think, they, like, I've chosen the wrong one, and it feels like, oh, I just messed this yeah. up because I'm now going to get You're this like, why did I choose that one? Because I think it also, like, using this, um, is it an analogy? <laughs> um, metaphor? Metaphor? <laughs> analogy? Oh, I don't know now. Simile? <laughs> no, it's not simile. <laughs> Automatopedia? Um, well, it's just like it's like you had the you had the right thing to say, but you said the wrong thing, and so or you know you you had the option to be okay. So in my case, let's, I'll just back up where I'm getting the most feels from this one um, is that in my head, if someone says like, "Hey, do you have like if someone were to say, "Hey, do you have the reports from last week?" My go-to response is like, "I'll say something funny," you know. Or it's like, oh. I have the reports about the dog ate them. You know, like, like that would yeah. be, like, my response. But in my head, I know corporate. I could just say, yes, I do. Like, here they are. Oh. And so, so that's what you always go for, like, I'm just going to be funny kind of option? Yeah, and it's I don't think it's, like, me oh. being, it's just more of, like, I'm just being true to myself where I'm like, let's just, you know, I'm having fun with this response, you know. Not everything has mm-hmm. to be so straightforward and blah, blah, But, like, blah. why does it feel like the wrong, like, choice in the adventure? Because I feel like there's a time and place in my Oh, my time and place yeah. is all the time. Like mine, I'm turned on to like it's you know it doesn't matter when I'm gonna I'm gonna have some fun with this. Where I feel like some people are just like yeah. just say yes, like shut up. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, that's other people's personalities though, and right? Because like someone could be like, oh my gosh, like it's all serious all the time. Like maybe you know, obviously yes, time and place. If someone's like, how did you know the deceased? You're like the deceased. Are we at a funeral? They're like, stop it, will you? I'd still say that. Um. Oh my gosh! I'm not taking you to a funeral. Just, I, I don't know why I would take anyone to a funeral, to be honest. But I'm not taking first you. First date blues. Um. Yeah. No. I. I feel like it happens. Does it? Does it happen to you? Or are you? Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Right. Or you're like you say something. You're like, oh, geez. I've just like this conversation is gonna die. And everyone's gonna think I'm awkward, mm. and it's all my fault, uh. and no one else is responsible for any of this. Ooh. Which is not true, it's, right? Because you're like, first of all, you're only responsible for what you say mm-hmm. and how people respond is up to them. Exactly. And also, like, I've seen so many people who say, like, awkward things or say something that doesn't seem right, but then they kind of own it and it's fine. Yeah. Because, I mean, especially me, say a lot of words every day and, like, it's okay to not have them all be perfect. Yeah. But also, if you notice a pattern, maybe it's your friends. Maybe they're not so great friends. Maybe they're being mean to you. Or maybe yeah. they just, like, they're not vibing with your vibe and that's okay you know right you're not all on the same page and it's okay to shut the door which is i will say like uh i can't believe i'm bringing back grad school into our conversations but 
going into grad school. We can't <laughs> well, I was 22 when I got into grad school, straight out of straight, straight, straight out of uh, college. And so there were sometimes where I'm like talking to people. I'm like, "Oh, you've been out of school for five years, and you're married, and you have a kid on the way." You know, it's like, and I'm like, yeah. "Here's a joke," <laughs> and I feel like they're just like, um, "I just I could legally drink 18 months ago." <laughs> they're just like, "Please, go die in a ditch." Um, no, not at they all. They all said but that. Like, they think... wrote that in my yearbook. They all said that. Oh my god! Everyone signed off on that, except for you and your good friends. <laughs> I said, "Have a great summer." <laughs> you didn't even read the comments, did you? Um, no, I just think like it kind of revs up the insecurities in those moments. But I was like, "Oh yeah," there's lots of times where I just feel less mature, as we'll say. Um, right. But you know, I think sometimes people with with high social anxiety, and I'm not saying you people like this is also me. Um, with high social anxiety, um, <laughs> is like you think it. They can feel like everybody else has like a script mm-hmm. for a situation, or they kind of know the answer, or they know the blueprint for how something should go, except yeah. you. And like that's such an isolating uh, experience because you think like, oh no, I'm only the only one who doesn't get it, quote unquote, mm-hmm. which is not true. No one gets it. Humans are dumb. But like, it's, it's your anxiety brain tells but, you that. And I will add to this because it's something that I have to come to terms with. That I it's just it's always been a struggle, and it's the same boat. Where it's like, if you are younger, there is more of a chance that you don't get something, and that's okay. Like, and it's not because right, because you haven't had the life experience. Right, it's yet. not because you're or like stupid. if you just have a different background. Like, I've never been married, so I don't right. know. Right, like I yeah, I couldn't speak to your marriage because I I haven't been married. Like I don't I don't have that I couldn't experience. Couldn't speak to my marriage either. <laughs> like, come on, Maddie, someone's got to speak to your marriage. <laughs> <laughs> this is why it's falling apart before my very eyes. Yeah, I just think, like, but that's just something I, I, I have to, like, wrap my head around sometimes where I'm, like, I feel out of my element on this thing, especially with, like, my new job and stuff. I'm, like, I feel like I just don't mm-hmm. get this certain thing. And it's, like, because I've never experienced it. Like, why would I just get right, it? Right, because you're, <laughs> like, it's because you just started. Yeah. Or, like, it's because, yeah, it's because you're at a stage in life where you're, like, how would I even know that? Like, I don't know what it's like to be 35, because I am not 35, you know? <laughs> not anymore. Not anymore. This is Benjamin Button is happening, I guess. <laughs> okay. Well, that was a lot of fun. That was, that was a lot of advice. I think we've made the universe a more advice-filled place, at least. Um, we'll leave you with this. I would say, listeners, dear listeners, Google Matt Damon and see what new thing that he's come up with. And give him some advice. I actually might post this thing from Matt Damon on our Facebook page. Wait, what is it, though? Okay, wait. We won't tell you, dear listeners. You have to find out for yourself. But just know, I'm going to make Corby tell me after we stop recording. Go to our Facebook page. (laughs) Ah! Or Instagram. I might post it right after we edit this. So maybe today, because I want to post something before the episode anyways. Uh, So if you are listening, you can still go to our Instagram and give Matt Damon some advice. Um go do it all right well other than that uh other than that <laughs> other than that let's pack our beakers and get that, out of here uh, we're not <laughs> <laughs> did you okay, have something else well we've been giving <laughs> what <laughs> we've this has just become a travesty okay we've been giving a lot of unsolicited advice we've talked about stuff we've minded the gap it's been a fun time with all of you mm-hmm. guys thank you for listening mm-hmm. uh so this guys. has been long awkward pause podcast i'm your co-host corby I am your co-host, Maddie. And good night. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.